This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to Wednesday, everybody. It's hump day. We're going to get over this hump, all of us together, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And when the entertainment news calls for it, we turn ourselves into investigative journalists. Yes, I mean, we do. Kind of, but on the, really. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, where we uh, have the Cobra files. A shocking turn of events. In a high-profile celebrity scandal, all charges have been dropped. But why? A simple hoax reveals a truth about society at large. Today on The Cobra Files, Jussie Smollett. What the f***? Whoa! hey I didn't know we were going all out. Yikes, well... <laughs> I mean, we were all a little bit like, what the beep, yesterday, uh, when we heard that all the charges were dropped against Jesse Smollett. Um, and so, as such, uh, today, we do have a little bit more information to go on, uh, starting with the fact that um, we know a little bit more about what kind of was going on behind the scenes at the time that uh, the uh, Cook County State's Attorney, Kim Fox was asked to recuse herself from this particular case. Yeah. Apparently, a lot, all that had to do with the fact that she was trying to get uh, the FBI to take over the case. And the, uh, she was asked by the Fraternal Order of Police to do an... They, they, the Fraternal Order of Police was asked to launch an investigation on her because she had been in contact with a family member of Jesse Smollett. We don't know whom um, about that request yep. because that would maybe work in, in favor of Jesse Smollett due to some connections yep. in the family. Um, she did end up recusing herself, but she did not recuse her entire administration, meaning somebody then within her administration took on the case yeah, so I mean, she had a backdoor access to this particular case. If exactly. You to be real clear about it. And then what ended up happening is uh, that they dropped all the charges, and which makes perfect sense because if you are working underneath somebody who is had their sights set on one thing, you would probably do what they wanted. Because yeah. you're not going to go against them. Or it shouldn't be a surprise them. at the very least, yeah. right? Or right. it should raise some serious questions. And, you know, uh, innocent bystanders that we are, uh, we're not the only ones that have serious questions. I mean, the mayor of Chicago has serious questions. The police department and the folks involved there have serious questions. I mean, the mayor himself said that he, let me get the exact quote, that uh, he believes that Jussie 
received preferential treatment because he's a, quote, person of influence. And, um, you know, it says this looks like because he's an actor, a person of influence, he got treated differently than anybody else. Now, he stopped short of calling for an investigation into the prosecutors for this sweetheart deal, uh, which he also, by the way, yesterday called a whitewash of justice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to believe that at some point um, somebody is going to have to do some serious fact finding to uncover what actually happened. But, you know, here's the ironic thing. I didn't figure this out. Somebody said this on Twitter earlier. How ironic would it be that ultimately Jesse ends up going back, not only to work on empire, but getting the raise that, that he, he was, was originally looking for allegedly. Right. Oh so gosh. just like at the end of the day, all of this might've worked according to his own plan. And that is the height of the height of height. The height of, of the height of height. Of privilege, right? I think so. Yeah, and like, like accidental. Celebrity privilege. Yes. Sure, I mean, unbelievable. I Just ridiculous. Um, but, you know, it was interesting because we were talking about this over lunch and, and somebody in a different department here was like, but did he do it? And I said, but see, that's exactly the thing is none of that evidence will be brought forward yeah to prove or disprove whether or not he did do it because all of the charges were dropped now what the focus on is on is why those charges were dropped and all the corrupt things that were going on behind the scenes that made that so which allows him the opportunity that is Jesse himself to sort of act like um you know he you know, is vindicated. Yes. And I will say that Fox has jumped on that. The writers at Empire have jumped on that. And in fact, there's a report in page six that says he might be considering a lawsuit uh, after charges were dropped. It, it's, quote, we're weighing options now. Um, asked by George Stephanopoulos, are you going to sue? For Jesse, what's really important, said his lawyer, is that he really just wants his career and his life back. Again, he didn't ask for any of this. He was the victim of a crime. So still claiming that the original crime that he alleged is what actually happened when we seemingly have uh, evidence to the contrary. And in fact, a prosecutor in the case says that likely, you know, he was lying about what actually happened, regardless of the fact that they decided to drop charges against him. So it's so, I think, mind numbing and maddening for a number of reasons. And but. Now, I, this is probably a dumb question, but I don't actually know the answer to this. Any evidence that they've collected, mm-hmm. that remains, right? Like, just because the charges are dropped. Oh, yeah. Everything that they've already collected still exists. Yeah. And so what then happens if he did sue, that evidence is well, still there. That's why I, okay, so what I would think, because I am clearly a legal expert, mm-hmm. I have lots of legal training. You've watched a couple <laughs> shows and maybe some movies. Uh, exactly. Like the rest of us. And I know <clears throat> what's probably going to happen. Excuse me. Um, what's probably going to happen is that he is not going to sue, because if you sue, then that gives the opposition the opportunity to present evidence to the contrary, mm-hmm. which could pot- potentially uh implicate him in an actual crime, which could then allow, you know, prosecutors to bring charges or be forced to bring charges because of the evidence that's brought out in a case mm-hmm. in a, un, you know, in a related matter. Right. right? So like, mm-hmm. I, I think they're just saying like, oh, we might sue to make it look as though I think this is all 
And again, totally qualified, totally privileged to say this, totally an expert. Mm -hmm. I think this is all just part of a PR ploy to make him look a certain way so that his image is rehabilitated in Hollywood where um, image is everything. Mm -hmm. And image affords you the opportunity to have a career and to make money. You know, I while you were gone, Bradley, I I was I said this about I mean, because we have seen this lesson brought forth over and over and over and over again by Hollywood. Um, kind of that be careful who you are looking up to, because we are being reminded by the universe or whatever higher power there is that. Like not to idolize or um, worship these celebrity figures because they are fallible and they also are manipulating our image of who they really are. It's not a reality that they are reflecting back to us. Well, I think you just you can't forget that they're just people like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And there are people in your own lives, people in our own daily lives who we look up to. And, oh, look, they make mistakes and they're human beings. So if you expect, uh, especially in the case of celebrities, that they have superhuman powers, then you're going to be let down. And not only that, you're going to be you're going to run the risk of making um making yourself look foolish mm-hmm. and at the, at the very least and at the most you're going to end up become becoming uh complicit in you know something so yeah. i just i i think that this is a wonderful reminder for everybody to not place too much um uh too much of anything really in in the lives of celebrities other than their great entertainment and mm-hmm. they make you laugh or they make you feel good when you watch watch them in movies, et cetera. But the major difference between the us and the them is that the the them in this case have some connections that they can, you know, use to, um, you know, manipulate, or at least that's what we're assuming is happening here. Right. Because all of, all of the stuff that was happening behind the scenes that we are hearing bits and bites of was happening as a result of connections and people who knew people. And not only that, I think you honestly have. So, of course, you know, um, you have celebrities have privilege in that they have connections that the average person doesn't have. And they uh, are connected to people in positions of power and influence, certainly. But in addition to that, um, they just occupy a space. um, Oh, what was my point? I totally lost my point. In addition to being to having actual power and privilege, they also... um, they also something else, and I completely forgot what the something else was. That's okay. That's okay. Just know this. We'll stay on the case, on yeah. the Cobra Files. Yeah. Jesse Smollett will not get off scot-free here. Right? Right. I'm trying to think of what my thought was, and I can't, which They're, happens on occasion. It's hump day. Oh, yeah. yeah. It went over it's the hump okay. before anyway, you did. Um, You'll chase it. It's all Celebrities, good. they're just like us. No, <laughs> celebrities... Um, Celebrities are absolutely suspect at all times and should be held accountable for their actions. To the fullest extent. Yes, please. When we come back, we will hold Elizabeth Reese accountable for all the dirt straight from Hollywood. She's got a dirt alert coming straight at you after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese 
Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert. Hello. Hi, friends. Hello, what a beautiful day. It is nice oh, to be with you today. God, it feels delightful outside. This is kind of a fun, nice little story I thought we would just start with. Just like a little palate cleanser. Okay. You know, it's been yes. heavy. It's been mm-hmm. heavy. Joanna Gaines says having a baby. Baby crew at age 40 made her feel young again. Aww. She said, I realize there has to be spontane- spontaneity. Yeah, good. Dang it. That's you a did hard it. One. You read it. I can say spontaneous, crew. but spontaneity, spontaneity. was hard. Got it. Crew? His name is Crew. Yeah. That's my hair products name. Oh, oh wonderful. That she actually, you know what's funny? She, I heard in an interview that she named right her now. child after your hair product. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> it's from Great Clips, mm-hmm. you know? She, she has um, a children's book that she co-wrote with her four older kids. You know, their kids range in age. They've got 14, 12, 10, 9, and then the new baby. And it was apparently oh like a big shock. I mean, they had no idea that they were going to have another baby. But she said, I kid with people, if you ever want to feel young again, have a baby at 40. I'm, it's brought this that. whole new thing for me I'm where I'm a lot like more laid back. Tan and... You know, take up Pilates yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like there's other ways to to get that. It is fun though. She says she's relaxed a lot more, and it's a lot more fun for her because if you can imagine, I mean, Chip and Joanna Gaines have an empire. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are a huge deal, and so Ship she's lap. forty, and she her oldest is. 14, meaning she had her first baby at 26. She, I remember an episode of Fixer Upper and they were talking about their first little home store that it was in Waco mm-hmm. and that babe, her, their oldest was in, was there all the time in the carrier, like just constantly there because she was trying to work and make this and the stress of like building that business and having so little money and really having to try to like make it work with the kids and now they've got this amazing empire and they're able to have a baby in just a totally different setup. That kid is going to be parented completely different than the other. There's going to be a lot of resentment from the older kids. Oh my gosh. We're like, I get to do that. (laughs) Seriously. Denise Richards is talking about why she invited her ex, Charlie Sheen, to her September wedding. She says um, she didn't care who her former spouse would bring as his plus one you know they have uh the twins together mm-hmm. and um or no i'm sorry they have two girls together the twins are with brooke mueller apologies oh yes right and wasn't she okay forget it i'm not gonna go down that road okay denise Richards says even if he did bring a prostitute as his date i wouldn't care it's just it is what it is she said uh, this on tuesday's episode of uh, real housewives of beverly hills okay. that might she might get me back into watching that because i like her. she's an she's I'm intrigued I by find her. her yes that's the right word intrigued. I'm intrigued by her Seems as well like a very Minnesota word but it's like yeah. because it's like I don't understand how she sees life but I want to see her we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Or see life. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't want to do it like her. Well, this is an interesting. I just want to try to understand it better. She, you know, they were married from 2002 to th- 2006. Their girls are 14 and 13. Oh my gosh. And um, she said, no matter what has gone down with Charlie and I, even though she should say Charlie and me, mm-hmm. but whatever. She said, I invite Charlie to anything having to do with the kids and I, even though it's the kids and me. Mm-hmm. She's correcting her grammar. Gra- she just yeah, hasn't. She's not an English She hasn't teacher. gotten around to grammar yet. That's okay. No. no. Remember. Um, she filed for divorce from Charlie Sheen while she was pregnant with their youngest. Their I divorce was finalized a year later, and then they had a big legal battle over their daughter's say, trust back uh, in 2016. I remember covering those two a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we don't anymore. She's married now to Aaron Fipers, who is 46, who was previously married to Nicolette Sheridan. Huh. Small and world. Denise Richards also has a third little girl, her daughter Eloise is seven. She adopted Eloise in 2011. I love the name Eloise too. I do too. For the record. I think it's just so lovely. But isn't that intriguing? Yeah. Yeah. But I also, I I do think it would take a certain amount of, I don't even know what the word is. Well, she has to be so happy to be done with him. I mean, she's just like, whatever. I want you to be a great dad. Yep. It's it's when you are really truly done that you just don't care. Right. And to have the grace to just be like, I didn't even care who he brought. To know that it's Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Because like he really could have. You're going to get what you get because it's Charlie yeah, Sheen. Yeah. He might have brought three hookers. I mean, you don't know. I'm yeah. sorry, sex workers. Totally. Totally. Seriously. He could. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Remember when he had multiple of them with living the with him? The angels. Didn't he call them angels? I don't know. Remember how bad that was? Tiger Remember blood. his tiger blood? Tiger blood. What another bizarre thing. Donna and I were taking a little walk down memory lane of, you know, we were talking about this Jesse Smollett situation. And how it feels like a movie mm-hmm. and how bizarre it feels. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about like people who, you know, if if Jesse Smollett was is ever able to have a career again, mm-hmm. people come back from all sorts oh, of yeah. crazy things. Like no one ever thought that Mel Gibson was going to work again. No and one thought that Michael Vick was going to play football again. Mm-hmm. And there he did. And this this tie harkens back to the conversation we were just having. And this is the part. Yeah, this is the part we didn't get to about the shaming, mm-hmm. which we should still have this conversation because... I feel like there's a certain amount of shame that's a good thing, and I just don't feel like we use it enough. We don't. We don't. And and it's true. It's true. And Hollywood has a very very short memory. Well, um, yeah. Or they give us a short memory because there's so because the PR machine works overtime. It's all about who can make money, and they're able exactly. to they're able to give us amnesia about yeah. this stuff. That's because name recognition wins everything. Name recognition wins everything. And so all press they, is good press. Right. And so it's like, of course, you know, Mel Gibson, sure, may be known for being an anti-Semitic, drunk, misogynist, girlfriend abuser. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he but, makes great movies. But everybody knows his name. And mm-hmm. so it's like name net recognition trumps yes. all of yeah, it. It's true. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Maybe we see, need to I shame see what ourselves. You did there. I don't know. I see what you did we, there, I mean, we are in the land of like, I take full responsibility for my actions and then everything is forgiven after that. Yes. That being said, Jesse Smollett has not said that he is taking any sort of responsibility. He has maintained that he had nothing to do with the attack yeah, that well, was carried he out. He can maintain him. whatever he wants. Evidence allegedly uh, says otherwise. Mm-hmm. We'll never know because the All decision charges was made. were dropped. For us. Mm-hmm. Okay, who wants a follow-up TV series to Sex in the City? It's coming from Candace Bushnell. Breaking news. Wait, say more about this. Her upcoming book is called Is There Still Sex in the City? 
And apparently, Paramount Television and Anonymous Content have acquired the rights to the upcoming book. Candace Bushnell will write the pilot script and serve as an executive producer on the project. And it is a follow-up that examines love and dating after 50. Is oh, so it's like the Golden bo- Girls? I mean, is, after 50, so not really Golden Girls. Oh. And 50 is fifty is different in today compared to what it was in Golden Girls times. Well, uh, f- But yes. we're not going to be working yes. with like Samantha and Miranda and... Are we? No, it's okay. um, the book is set to be released on August 6th and it follows. So this is all has to do with Candace Bushnell's own life, because remember, yeah. I mean, Carrie Bradshaw was kind yeah. of based on her and mm-hmm. her life. And then she ended up getting married and mm-hmm. sort of like Carrie married Mr. Big getting married. Well, Candace Bushnell's real life marriage fell apart mm-hmm. and they got divorced. And so then it's her life has been dating after 50. So is there still sex in the city? We will find out. It's set, in, set between the Upper East Side of Manhattan and a country enclave known as The Village. And the book looks at love and life from all angles, marriage and children, divorce and bereavement, as well as the very real pressures on women to maintain their youth and have it all. Well, I'll be interested. She does say it doesn't, didn't, didn't used to be this way. At one time, 50-something meant the beginning of retirement. Working less, spending more time on your hobbies with your friends, who you were likely to be sliding into a, like you were likely to be sliding into a more leisurely lifestyle. In short, retirement age folks weren't meant to do much of anything, but get older and a bit heavier, Mm -hmm. is what Candace Bushnell has to say. They weren't expected to exercise, start new business ventures, move to a different state, have casual sex with strangers, Mm -hmm. and start all over again. But this is exactly what the lives of a lot of 50 and 60-something women look like today. And she's going to write about it. She wrote about it in the book. I think this is a great idea. 50 is like the new 30. So For sure. As someone, and I say that as someone who is, you know, moving in that direction. Closer Mm -hmm. to 50 than 30? Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Oh, oh, Elizabeth. He wasn't ready for that, Elizabeth. I have to go. You should have warned him before you dropped that one I just dropped that that bomb and then I left. Much like you guys once set off a stink bomb in a studio that I was working in. Oh, sorry. We've run out of time. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Elizabeth Reese. When we come back, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. Uh, We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We have Mary Lee on the line. Mary Lee. And what is she playing for, Bradley? Hi. I have no earthly idea, but I know Holly does. A My Talk 1071 t shirt. <laughs> T-shirt. Mary Lee, are you ready to play the game? I am. Okay, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who directed the movie The Breakfast Club? Um, oh my gosh, John? Yep. Yes, Alana Honey Boo Boo Thompson became famous by appearing on what reality show? Uh, Here comes Honey Boo Boo. Fuller House is on what streaming service? Uh... Hulu. No. Netflix. What color is the Beatles submarine? Uh, yellow. Diana Ross was the lead singer of which music group? 
Culture challenge. I will uh, just give the caveat that she technically didn't get that uh, honey boo boo question correct, but, but we're going to give it to yeah. her. A toddlers and tiaras is the actual answer, but she said, "Here comes honey boo boo." Arguably, you she can got make famous her there, yeah. so you know it works. And now that we've answered all of those uh, pop culture questions in the thirty second pop culture challenge, which by the way we play every day at twelve thirty, we'll play it again tomorrow. If you didn't get your chance to play. And win today. You can get your chance to play and win tomorrow. We will move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from... Okay. Oh, yeah. It's coming at you, mm. Bradley. Are okay. you ready for it? Are yep. you ready for it, Colleen? Yes. Here it is. It's always interesting when the celebrity offspring takes over the social media accounts of the former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult. You get a trashing of the ex and lots of love for the offspring. Hmm. So somebody's kid took over their account and is shading And it's a former tweener. Uh, The adult is a former tweener. The adult is a former. A-minus list actor. Yeah. Okay. Well, singer, excuse singer, me. Singer, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Singer. oh. They're an A-minus-less adult is how this blind item lists this person, but they are known for their work in the music world. Um, okay. And they have an obviously noteworthy child? No. Oh. Their relationship is with a celebrity offspring. And so this celebrity oh. offspring oh. takes over the social media God. account. Yes, got it. Okay, so this is a Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. Yes. And uh We've talked about this, haven't we? Yes, but this I think the specific twist in this one is that there it that there's uh something about an ex, right? Yes. That she's shading Selena Selena Gomez. Gomez. Yes. Essentially paraphrasing the Instagram post on Justin Bieber's account is that he always will love Selena Gomez, his ex, but that Haley is his wife. Aha. Okay. Yeah. And the the story with this has been that she has taken over his Instagram for the last however long yeah but this and, is not new right and twitter too so anytime you see justin bieber exhibiting public displays of affection over Haley baldwin that's on social media that's, that's actually her Haley that's baldwin. her yeah. yeah exhibiting okay public displays so, of affection over herself i mean you know celebrities nothing is real everybody smokes oh my gosh all right moving on Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully to this next gossip mystery and try to solve it. Here we go. This former almost A-list, mostly movie actress turned escort, is hiding out over here for a much longer time than normal. She must have really made someone mad or is worried about (gasps) being busted if she goes back to a certain country. Oh, it's got to be Lilo. Because she just did a video uh, the other day with her mom. Oh. Which means she's over here because her mom doesn't go over there. Oh. All right, so read the oh, yeah. All right, here is your gossip. Lindsay Lohan is hiding out in the United States for a much longer time than normal. Lindsay Lohan must have really made someone mad, or Lindsay Lohan is worried about being busted if she goes back to a certain country. Now, that country could be Greece, 
could be the United Arab Emirates, could be any of the locations where Lindsay Lohan is known to hang out. Interesting. Yeah, so of course she just finished, or the finale I think is today or tomorrow, or it's this week I think the finale of her reality show, and so she has been um, over here doing God knows what, apparently avoiding a controversy. I, You know, the, I want the real Lindsay Lohan reality show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, enough of these fake Lindsay Lohan reality shows. I want to know what's really going on oh, in yeah. Lindsay Lohan's I, life. You know, I will say, I think we got as close as we're ever going to get with Oprah. Because remember that that reality show was not produced by Lindsay Lohan. Right. That, you know, those cameras, there was a filmmaker mm-hmm. who was very much involved in deciding what we saw and didn't see. And there were parts of her life that made her look not so good. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to get that again because she's she learned not a lesson allow, there. Allow it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Moving right along. Your next blind item is confirmed, meaning we know the identity of the subject of this blind item. Listen carefully. The management of the streaming service is telling investors they will pay anything for a reboot, not just for friends, but they're trying The Office. Frasier, Parks and Rec, and others. They know if they don't do something in the next year or two, their viewership will be cut in half and the subscribers too when all those listed shows will be gone. Mm. Is that Hulu? Uh, Oh. I I was thinking Netflix? Yes. Yikes. All right, fill in the blank. What does that mean though? Well, we'll fill in the blank here. So management of Netflix is telling investors they'll pay anything for a reboot, not just for friends, but they're trying The Office, Frasier, Parks and Rec and others. And Netflix knows that if they don't do something in the next year or two, their viewership will be cut in half. And Netflix subscribers, too, will be cut in half their numbers when all the shows will be gone. So what they're saying is they're scrambling to make something good out of to get new subscribers yeah i get that but like what's this when all those listed shows will be gone oh mean it oh 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 okay does that mean the office fraser parks and rec are currently on hulu and they'll be gone in the next yes. year on netflix they're yeah. gonna be gone yeah. on netflix yeah. that's because one there's the disney standalone streaming service warner brothers is starting their standalone streaming service and uh, all these other yeah, yeah that means that we're gonna have to pay for all these warner indiv- brothers yeah Why? well and that was the thing bradley remember the story that netflix unlisted friends from their available oh, content yeah. mm. and then they scrambled because people got mad and then they shelled out a hundred million dollars for the rights for friends for the next year but mm-hmm. just for the next year and they're gonna be and gone. Then I'm gone. Go I mean, it is one of those things where you do have to like, if you love a show, you cannot depend that it's going to be on the streaming service that you love forever. You need to somehow like have ownership of those shows. I wonder how you could do that. Hmm. I don't know. You know what's frustrating though is here's what's frustrating, and here's what I want the universe to create in the meantime, in between time. Because yeah, you can buy DVDs, you can buy digital downloads, mm-hmm. you can have your shows yep. and eat them too. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have DVDs, that I'm sorry, you made fun of me for this, mm-hmm. but it is not convenient to have a bunch of DVDs around and it's to try not. to like if you want to if I want to like binge watch Golden Girls. What am I doing? Getting up off that couch to put in a DVD? Oh my gosh. Do you know how long it takes that tray to open? Yeah. yeah. Not in the 21st century. I'm not doing that. And then you got to get it just right. And then do I push it in or do I hit that button? Am I going to break it if I just push the little tray in? 
Anyway, moral of the story <laughs> is, even if you have it like can't a... can't use that old-timey technology <laughs> I anymore. Know. I don't know how. <laughs> I actually used a DVD player. I'm totally going off, but trust me, we're going to get there in the end. I watched uh, a show that I have only on DVD, and I was like, this is the weirdest experience. I feel like I am a thousand years old, and it's just a DVD. I know. Isn't this that is funny? This is not old technology. No. Anyway, back to what I want from streaming services. is I Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I want like a, like I want my own streaming service. So oh, I want to be able to like, like buy the iTunes my of, shows. Yeah, uh-huh. So I want to buy, and you'll say it's iTunes, but iTunes is not fluid in the sense that like uh, when I want to binge watch the Golden Girls I can't like it's so much easier on Hulu to just turn it on flip it set it and forget it it plays I don't have to worry about it it's like an instant pot on TV but like exactly (laughs) but on uh, iTunes you know it's just a lot of work (laughs) (laughs) like I have to go to the season I want and then I gotta like play the thing and then I don't know and by the time you get there I just want my own streaming service this is too much. Like to that ask. you could curate, like yeah. a Spotify and I playlist. Own it. It's mine. I can yes. take it with me. I can put it, take it, watch it on the airplane if I want. I don't have to like download shows before oh, gosh, I get I on the airplane. You were swear. What did you think I was going to say? Well, you started shows with the oh. SH, and I thought you were going to finish it a different oh way. <laughs> I mean, so I, I haven't been nervous. gone that long. I know. Um, no, but you know, like, yes. you got to do that thing where you're like, I got to download my Netflix show so I can watch it on the... Oh, who has time for that? Ain't nobody wanna, got time for that. I want to set it and forget it. He wants to Instapot it. No, that's the Ron Popeil um, rotisserie. He wants to rotisserie... <laughs> my TV show. Yeah, he, wants to, he wants rotisserie TV. Yeah, put it in the dehydrator. <laughs> I want nine trays like that. Anyway, yes. So streaming services, come on, do better. Get with the program. Get with Oprah. I'm sorry. I totally just bogarted that uh, blind item. No, but I get it. I understand what you're saying, which is a point well made, which is these streaming services can only have the shows that they can have for the time that they've contracted to have them. And with all the new streaming services, because Apple's got one coming out. Yeah. Which don't even get me started. I don't even get me started. Because is that iTunes? No, it's no. Or is that Apple TV? It's Apple. It's Apple TV Plus. And also they have a credit card coming out. This is too No, it's madness. 
quit throwing things at the wall. Just do what you do well, like we used to do in the olden days. Yeah, don't do so much. <laughs> and leave me alone. Take a break. But the thing is, is that you have so many, so many streaming services now to choose from. And the shows that you like, you can't get used to them being on the one that you are watching because yeah. they'll move. And if you don't want to get another subscription, you have to have a way to have those shows. Our point is there should be a way that you can park all of those shows. And not have to like... Yeah. Have a device to put them on. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, there's got to be like a personal I cloud know. or something. I know. I just That's what I want. I want my own. I want to take all the DVDs I have, all the VHS tapes that I have, uh, upload them to some magical cloud experience to Bradley's cloud, and then I can like maneuver around with an interface that actually makes sense and is. And people are going to email like, "Oh, you can. You can't. There is no easy way. I've tried. Trust, Trust. me. Trust. So I pay for Hulu just so that I can." binge watch golden girls whenever i want when we come back on the colleen and bradley show um we, <laughs> other cranky things that are driving us yes well this one is sort of sad we got to talk about wendy williams Ugh. um because she's going on another hiatus and Ugh. it's not even it's this is just sad uh we're gonna kind of dive deep into this after the break on my talk 1071. Well, yeah, we learned yesterday, apparently, Wendy Williams is going on yet another hiatus after she just got back from a hiatus. But we learned a lot of other stuff yesterday about Wendy Williams as well. And uh, we're just trying to get to the bottom of it. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, so here's where we are with Wendy Williams. Mm. Uh, and I don't, it's like, I, I can't even, it's just sad right now. Oh, it's been sad. Yeah. I mean, she has clearly been struggling um, with an addiction. The problem is she fails and continues to not be honest about it. Right. So getting everybody up to speed, she uh, kind of came cleanish last week. On her show, she explained that she was living in a sober living facility um, and that she had in the past struggled with a cocaine addiction, um, but that she never really sought treatment. She quit cold turkey and that that's why she was living in this sober Mm -hmm. living facility. Okay, which we said yesterday, I would just like to remind you that that's entirely plausible. Sure. It happens. Uh, In fact, I know people who have gone to uh, a rehab experience or a sober living experience after they've recovered or are in recovery, mm-hmm. um, depending on how they look at it. Um, so that's not beyond the realm of possibility, but not, nothing about Wendy Williams' story that she has said in public adds up. Exactly. And what's frustrating about that as a person who has had some experience in this regard is that honesty is a very important part of a person's journey. Right. So one wonders why she feels the need to not be honest, especially when she is a person in a job who calls out people for not being honest. Exactly. Other celebrities in her case. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, you know, just kind of to just to pull the thread all the way through. And I want to get back to that piece of it. Um, because then yesterday's news was that she had uh, learned that her husband's mistress had had a baby, which we'd all heard that her husband had a mistress and yeah, that she was pregnant for years. Yep. Yeah. And that upon the birth of the baby, Wendy Williams checked herself out of that sober living facility 
and uh, found a place to drink. And then they went on a hunt for her and they found her intoxicated. And then they brought her to an emergency room where she was rehydrated with a banana bag, which gave her some minerals and herbs or I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, like that. And then she showed up at work again yesterday. But this news that they're now going on another hiatus that starts next week. Yeah. That's allegedly the headline I saw was she's going on a quote previously scheduled hiatus. And I find it interesting that the previously scheduled is in quotes because I think that's what we're all thinking. Yeah. Is was this previously scheduled or is this in reaction to whatever this is going on in her personal life? And to go back to the the other point. What is this serving? How is this helping Wendy Williams at all? Now, I agree. I understand that as a uh, you know a a person who is active in their addiction is not using uh, reason, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. to move one foot in front of the other. So to expect a person who is active in their addiction to be, you know, um, making Mm -hmm. sense—that's a little you know. I I don't take a healthy perspective. I don't expect that. But what I but I do wonder because she has clearly been in a better place mm-hmm. than she is right now for a long time and has continued to sort of maybe not be totally true. Again, what do we say about all celebrity um, stories as represented in the tabloids? Mm-hmm. It's probably not true. Right, right. Exactly. And so we like to ask ourselves, what's really going on? Yeah. What would motivate a person to do X, Y, Z? Do we really know? No, we can only speculate, mm-hmm. which is what we do so well from mm-hmm. noon to three, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, right here on my talk. Thanks for listening. And so um, all I would say is, I think um, in Wendy Williams case, there, this is not serving her. And it would sh- imagine how much she would benefit her career, how much she would benefit her own recovery. And certainly the relationships with people and coworkers in her life, if she was honest about what's actually going on right right yeah the only here's the only piece that i you know i don't know if i'm trying to do math in her mind i wonder if she worries about how it would ruin her brand because she is known as being very judgmental of other people's choices of things that other for sure you know what i'm saying like the judgment yeah so that if she were to be perfectly honest about her own her own um shortcomings Would that then somehow taint her brand? I don't know. Meaning like, why wouldn't she afford the same grace then to the celebrities that she's exactly. calling Exactly. Yeah. So I wonder if that's not part of it. But clearly something is going on. And, we're you not know, getting the whole story. We're not getting yeah. the whole story. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what would be the essential lesson taught in adulting class? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood. One of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. 
Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.